and welcome to Belong, Become, Be Sent, Rock's podcast. Uh, my name is Mel Mash again, and Dodger Vaughn's here with me. Back again. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and with us today, we have our new intern, Evan Lynch. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Intern Evan. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, as he said, or you guys said, my name's Evan. I'm from Ohio Valley University and originally from Vincent, Ohio, and I'm just here to Praise God, have fun with everybody, and just enjoy life, you know? That's awesome. Well, and we do want to give a shout-out to Evan's Home Church, Pinehurst. Yes. Um, not only for just, you know, like molding Evan into the fine example of a man we see before us today. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, uh, you know, they're actually one of Rock's biggest supporters. Oh, okay. um, so we really appreciate all the folks over at Pinehurst, and just for their ongoing partnership, goodness, they've... They've partnered with Rock long before I was here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so some really good folks out there that we love and appreciate a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Evan, you've been uh, involved in the Rock community now for a couple of weeks at least, and mm-hmm. you, you know, we, we stopped being polite a while back, and you've like seen behind the curtain <laughs> now. So just can you tell us real quick about like what you've enjoyed, you know, what, what it's been like to be an intern up to this point. Well, I don't know if you've been polite to begin <laughs> with. Okay. Come on, I, I was trying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They've been great. Honestly, I've uh, me and Dodger were talking about it before this and it was it, it just how it's amazing how much we all connected real quick mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just it's fantastic. Uh seeing Jesus in every single one of you guys and just being able to you know, have a good group of people during college life. That's yeah. It's great. Yeah, for sure. And we appreciate Evan. Evan, even in a short period of time he's been here, um, has done some pretty incredible things. Mm-hmm. He was a part of the junior senior high retreat at OVCA and led a men's workshop there. Did fantastic uh, with that. Um, he's uh, he's done a rock talk uh, during our crosswalk uh, time before. Mm-hmm. And actually here in just a couple weeks, he'll be teaching for the first time. So yeah, yeah so we're excited oh, about that. Real excited to have oh, him. So yeah, yeah again, Evan, we're, we're really glad, you know, not only that you're here on the podcast today, but that you're, um, that you've chosen to be an intern. Like you could go oh, yeah. to a lot more glamorous places and become an intern, but he chose rock. So, um, so today as we kick off, um, the episode, we're going to introduce the topic and, um, just kind of stay with us here because I think it might be one of those topics that you have to think about a little bit um, mm-hmm. to understand where we're where we're coming from, or at least maybe the way that my mind is working on this. Um, but so today's topic is just simply follow, okay? Uh, follow, and so you know, kind of, it's interesting to me that um, you know, really from the time that we hit elementary school, all the way up through college and even beyond, um, you know, being a leader is drilled into us. Like we, you know, you may have even done like leadership training or leadership classes. Um, you know, so what are some of the ways that you've seen and experienced that? Like maybe it was in high school or middle school or a, a group that you were a part of, but how have you experienced the idea of leadership being drilled into you? You want me to go first? Oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, well, I just remember in high school, I was in choir, and I know that's a glamorous thing. It's so fun. <laughs> But will, you, it, will you sing a little for us today? Uh, um, nah, maybe <laughs> next time. <laughs> but um, coming senior year, we had this like little uh, government, I guess you could call it, of <laughs> choir. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was weird. But um, I was voted in as president, 
so it was kind of like ever since then my teacher's been telling me hey uh, there, there's things that you need to do like um uh you, you just need to set an example for things and i was leading classes one day and uh doing other things the other day like um setting up stuff for just doing whatever mm -hmm. she asked me to sure. do but at that time i was being taught how to be an example for the rest of the kids right for the rest of the high schoolers cool yeah Noel? Um, I think like when you were talking about it, group projects came into my mind. Yes. There's always the person who leads mm. the group project. Fun time. And like your teacher might not put it on the place, but like within that group, there's usually that person who's like, okay, this is what's happening. You guys are going to do this. And if the person who sucks in the group project doesn't get it done, the group leader usually takes Has it to on. Pick up the slack. And, uh, and then like we were talking before this, like I was in Girl Scouts. And um, it's really drilled into like when you're doing different things that you be an example in the group setting, whatever you're doing. Like uh, we packed bags for the Athens County P Food Pantry mm -hmm. and um, just, I don't know, that didn't really go into anything, but you have to be a leader in that and sure. take it on and do it the right way and um, be serious about it. Yeah, well I was thinking back long long ago to to my adolescence ah, yes. right and uh <laughs> i was i was a boy scout and so like mm -hmm. i remembered um you know on the on the path to eagle to, to get you know the eagle scout award um you had to take a series of three merit badges it was leadership in the community leadership in the country and leadership in the world and you know uh, i'm sorry there's citizenships i just realized that citizenships but they they centered around leadership um, you know, like, how are you a good civic leader? How are mm -hmm. you a good, you know, that type of thing. And so, yeah, it's the same thing even in Boy Scouts. You know, I remember that, that the idea of being a good leader is kind of drilled mm -hmm. into us. And, of course, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. You know, like Evan mentioned, you know, like setting an example is an important part of being a leader. And it's mm -hmm. important to learn that young. You know, same thing in Girl Scouts kind of reinforcing, you know, some of the key elements of what being a good leader looks mm -hmm. like. Um, but it, it's funny that because our focus is – on leadership so often that the term follower in our culture has taken on almost a negative connotation. Um, why, why do you think that is? My parents were always like, if you follow the wrong person, you can get into bad things. Sure. You need to be your own person. And even if you're like a part of a group, you need to think about the things that they're saying and that kind of thing. Um, so you don't want to be a follower too much because if you just take on whatever the leader's doing, you can fall into bad things. Sure, did your parents ever give you the whole, you know, if all your friends were jumping off the bridge, would you too oh, talk? Oh, yes. Yeah, so like, <laughs> see that's, when you grow up on the river though, that's a whole different connotation oh. because like, honestly, if I had some friends jumping off the Pomeroy Mason Bridge, I watched them and they lived, I would have probably tried it, yeah. in fairness. <laughs> I mean, jumping off the Little Hawking Bridge, that's always been a good yeah. pastime. That's right. I live on a hill, so if I jumped off the hill, I'd oh, that'd be die. that'd be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Don't want to do that. Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to derail the conversation. But, but uh, so I don't know, what do you, what do you think, uh, you know, Evan, why, why is, has the term follower taken on a negative connotation? Well, I think... I agree with Noel, uh, but I see in this world that um, I guess there's people's mindsets that have this mindset that I need to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And so they think that just because you're following someone doesn't mean you're being the real you. 
Okay. So yeah. I, I just I, I see that far too often where you're. I mean, I fall into that. It's like social pressures, like, like you were saying, and what we talked about jumping off a bridge if someone else would do it. But they're like, that's not being the real you. So yeah. you should just start being your own self, mm-hmm. and which can be bad, which can be good. Sure. Depending yeah. on who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think you know that's every parent's nightmare. You know, as a, as a dad to two kids, you know, like. I want to make sure my kids don't follow the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I hope that there are people in their lives, you know, that they are following, you know, whether it's their example or what they've taught. I mean, th- those types of things. So, um, so anyways, so kind of moving on from that, um, have you ever um, been forced to follow a bad leader? And if so, what was that like? Well... I know that there's been a couple professors <laughs> um, that I had that I did not see as being fit for being a professor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you see that they're doing, or they're saying to do something, but they don't even follow that at the same time. Mm. So it's like, you know, why, why, why are we supposed to do it? Sure. What's the reasoning? And it's just, there's many reasons I've seen bad professors. They either are just not respectful or, but it's like, it, it makes you wonder why they're, well, how they got into that position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But they're there for a reason. That's kind of like where my mind went was professors. But like, I think any um, leader that's not like passionate about what they're doing and expects me mm-hmm. to do that that's where I think it's a bad leader because it's like you you're trying to lead me through this Mm -hmm. but you're not even into it yourself kind of like what you were saying Mm -hmm. um so like I don't want to do it but like you forced into doing something like that but then the work that comes from you isn't going to be as great as it could be yeah Mm -hmm. so it impacts your performance as well yeah Yeah. but I guess also I see uh I had enough just to put on the opposite side of that Mm -hmm. like if there is a person that is way overbearing and because yeah. I've had a leader where he's just been or they've been like way overbearing and forcing you to do everything mm-hmm. that maybe you don't see as fit mm-hmm. yeah but yeah that can also end in some negative results yeah mm-hmm. yeah well that's like you know I, I was thinking actually about employers and um you know so I just quick background on me like I grew up my parents had a supermarket and my dad you know ran the supermarket and and my dad was a very good boss and um, very good leader. And, you know, it's, it's funny to me that I still um, will come across people that I graduated with who worked at the store. And, like, there are different professional roles. Like, one of them is actually our county commissioner right now mm-hmm. for Meigs County. And uh, it's amazing to me that when we talk about the times they had it, they always said, you know, that was such a good place to work. And part of the reason for that was because of the the – you know, the tone that my, my dad had set, you know, as a leader. And so like, I think, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, then you leave that and then you go and you may have had bad bosses. And so like, you know, I really, you know, there are some places I look back on and go, boy, I'm glad, (laughs) really glad I don't work there anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm glad I'm not underneath this person. And you're right, you know, Mm -hmm. like it, it impacts your performance. Mm -hmm. Um, it impacts like, you know, like your emotions, you know, everything. Um, to, to have like a bad leader. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so yeah, so making sure that we follow a good leader is important. So, um, so is it possible in your mind that being a good leader is 
part two parts like part of it's recognizing when to lead you know and step up and be a leader and the other part of that is knowing like when to sit down and follow what mm -hmm. do you think um i i completely agree with that mm -hmm. um i think if we recognize a leader they're gonna be for their employers or mm -hmm. their employees their students their whatever position you're in they're gonna be uh, you want to see them as a servant mm -hmm. as well as a leader right because a leader is only good as what he does sure so if if your leader's not doing like practicing what they're preaching that's yeah. what I've always been told yeah then I don't think it's a good leader so right yeah I, I think it's very very good to do that well I think you brought up a good point I mean honestly when we train our leaders in the rock community a big part of what we talk about we spend one whole session's t talking about what it looks like to be a servant leader, mm -hmm. to serve others through example, um, just like Jesus did, you know. And so you're you're right, you know. So like I think, yeah, knowing when to lead and when to follow is an important skill. So Noel, what do you think? Um, I was going to bring up rock leadership, like um, thinking about like the structure of leadership, mm -hmm. because like, um, yeah, I'm the president, but sometimes like I lead but sometimes I follow your leading mm -hmm. or Noah's leading um, and just knowing when when to do that um, yeah yeah mm -hmm. when I think another you know exam or another trait of a good leader is knowing when to let others lead too you know like yeah. that's mm -hmm. one of honestly one of my favorite parts of my job is when I see that you guys are capable and willing to lead mm -hmm. and I could just step back yeah. and, and let you do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like that's that's a blessing to me. And like, I know like some people get threatened by that. Like, oh, I don't want anybody to be as capable as me. But like, I think that's the, the cool part about ministry mm -hmm. is like we're, we should be constantly training people up who are capable of doing what we do and maybe even doing it better mm -hmm. and not be threatened by that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the whole heart behind mm -hmm. ministry. Mm -hmm. So yeah, all right. Well, good good stuff. So um, so we talked about you know like recognizing when to lead and when to follow. But um, let, let's kind of switch gears a little bit and let me ask this question then: um, What does it look like, you know, or what what would be characteristics of a good follower? Hmm. <laughs> 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 See that's where see that's the breakdown now, right? Like yeah. you guys, if I said give me some characteristics mm -hmm. of a good leader, you guys would just start, you know, like oh they're they're inspirational, mm -hmm. you know, they're hardworking, they're servant leaders. But then I say give me characteristics of a good follower, and you're like oh, you know that's yeah. some of what we've lost culturally, I believe. Yeah. I, I think there's a balance between it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you look at one side and you're like what we talked about earlier, you don't want to fall follow something that you don't think is right or mm -hmm. you don't believe in morally correct yeah so but at the same time you're you're gonna want to do what you're told you're gonna want to do what you're asked of because right. that you're gonna play your part in that mm -hmm. right so it, it really is that balance you see if it's something morally correct then right you should follow it so part of what it sounds like to me is you're saying one of the, the first steps is determining who to follow yeah. right yeah. like is this person worthy of me being one of their followers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think in like knowing that the person that you're following has your best interest at heart, mm. because then that makes it easier for you to take their leading mm -hmm. and run with it, even if you're like, I don't know, because then yeah. beautiful things can come from that if you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, what they said was something that I should do. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and I think, you know, that that's funny because all of the other things you guys have mentioned really, you know, you talked about having loyalty and like dedication, things like that. You know, that's part of being a follower. But, you know, it, and like you said, when we know that that person's worthy of following and they have our best interest at heart, it seems like a lot of those flow out of that naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like, you know, like if somebody's inspirational, like I'll go out and I'll, you know, work to myself to death, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to try to like make whatever they're talking about succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I know somebody has my best interest at heart, you know, like, man, like I'll follow them into battle if mm-hmm. that's what it takes, you know. So, so it sounds like just part of being a good follower is like finding a good leader and like just being all in. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds yeah. like to me. Yeah. You know, so. Well, and when you think about the Bible and like, Sometimes you read things, you're like, man, that's really hard to like put into practice. But then yeah. you're like, but it, Jesus has my best interest at heart. Exactly. And then you do it and you're like, yeah, and then even be- though it might be hard. And then it becomes easier and easier and exactly, easier. Exactly, as you keep yeah. doing After. it. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, all right, so let me ask you this, though. So you guys, are, I mean, both of you right now, especially in Reach Out on Campus, you know, Noel, you mentioned like you're our president right now. Evan, you're our intern. So you both are in some key leadership positions in the community where you're actually over other people. So you are a leader in a faith community. So let me ask you, though, how has being a good follower helped you become a good leader in the community or just in any community? It doesn't have to be rock per se. I think like like saying like um, seeing your example for one um like like things that you do i i see and then like i put that into practice and like um I don't know. You go first. You go first, man. I don't know how to. Good and bad habits, right? So you you picked up on some of my finer bad habits, too. I'm sure. (laughs) It's good. Drawing capability. Yes. (laughs) You go first, and then I'll I'll explain my thought. Okay. I guess I was just thinking along the lines of it it was similar to that, if I think I know where you're going with it. Um, Really, as as a follower, I have realized that, you know, everybody has this role Mm -hmm. everybody has something to bring to the table and as a good leader you're you're not gonna just be like oh i'm i'm the leader i get to do whatever i want no you you gotta use what everybody's gift is and if that's like Mm -hmm. putting them into your position go ahead let them do some things that you think they're good to do Mm -hmm. and um but it's it's rather than doing it all yourself and thinking you're the best it's yeah. humbling yourself hmm. and thinking or and thinking of yourself like on the same level and yes. just helping yes. to lead it and facilitate yes. it yeah. yeah yeah absolutely i'd agree with that especially like um like when we have leaders meeting mm-hmm. like we're just all there to throw out ideas and then we designate the tasks and things like that um i don't know if that's answering the question yeah, no <laughs> yeah no, really. well I, I think you guys you know have brought up some really good points, you know, like the, the whole idea, you know, that, that you guys are here right now as leaders in this community mm-hmm. because somebody along the way invested in, in you as a follower. Yes. And then now as a leader, you kind of have that same perspective where you go, oh, well, like this was important to me as a follower. Mm-hmm. And so like I want to be that same person to somebody else, whether that's a student that's younger than you or you know, a junior, senior high student at a retreat or whatever, like you recognize the importance of that person's mm-hmm. leadership in your life. And you're trying to you know, mimic some of those qualities 
to those people, but but also Evan, like you said, to draw them in and draw them out to see like their own giftedness and their own abilities and like how can you be using, mm-hmm. you know, how can, as a leader, like how can I, you know, encourage this person to use their gifts and abilities? How can mm-hmm. I use this person or help them, you know, recognize the the spiritual gifts that God's given them? Mm-hmm. You know, those types of things. And that's so. like the whole thought of the body being like a body yeah. and without the arm mm-hmm. you can't work fully right so using each other's gifts yeah. and as a leader you can still be there and yeah. you know because you even as a leader you know you failed absolutely so yeah when when people fail and they're like oh man i did this again i failed but you could be like hey man listen we're all in this together if mm-hmm. you fail we can just work on it and try again next time yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah you know but, but for sure you know what i mean like if if you guys hadn't had people pouring into you when you were followers, you know, it probably wouldn't have, you, you wouldn't be as successful as leaders as you are right now, you yeah. know, so yeah, good stuff. Um, so how has then, and this is going to kind of, I guess, lead right into this next question. Mm-hmm. How has being a follower of Jesus and other godly people impacted your life? Well, <laughs> I would say that, this is a little like drastic but it's the truth um i I wouldn't be in a leadership position Mm -hmm. if i didn't have yeah uh jesus in my life Mm -hmm. i I don't know where i would be Mm -hmm. i don't like thinking about it actually same um but really just the people at my church and the people throughout high school and college have really brought me to this point in my life and i i see every part that has happened, maybe whether it's be outside of this whole realm of spiritualness with just learning how to be a leader and then bringing that spiritual aspect by another leader of mm-hmm. the church. Mm-hmm. So it's just been all these different things put in to me and helped me grow. Yeah. 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 I think like thinking about um, like, like a Christian family tree, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, like, without somebody investing in time into my grandmother Mm -hmm. um, when she was, like, 18 years old, there's no way that she would have led her family in the same way that she did with Mm. her husband and all four of her girls. And so, like, seeing my mom and my aunts and everything um, grow up and do the things that they've done in their lives and lead me Mm -hmm. the way that I have been and then um, me having my own life in Christ – and seeing all the good that's come out of it, um, I mean, yeah, just like time invested, mm-hmm. and just seeing what comes from that, just like has impacted my life. And I think with uh, leaders being into your uh, life, I think it, it really brings you to focus on what truly matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just, just I, I grew up in the church, so mm-hmm. it's like I've always had that right example, and it, it really. There comes a time when you have to build your own faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you do that, that's really when everything just starts to yeah. go. Completely well, agree with that. It, it, <laughs> is. it is. And like, but that's an, an incredibly important time to have godly leaders involved yeah. in your mm-hmm. life. And you know, like when you were talking about, like, I hate to think about where I would be without that. That's you know where I'm. I was at. You know, like I I can't imagine what my life would have been like if you know I didn't have people like my youth minister involved yeah. in my life mm-hmm. in key times and you know like. People like my minister, you know, and even my parents, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, we, we need that, 
you know, and it, it shapes so much of who we are. You know, like Evan, you mentioned that even outside of like the whole, like our spiritual lives, you know, like I, I was thinking about like how much of like my understanding of what it means to be a man, you know, has been shaped by godly dudes in my life. You know, that if it wasn't for these guys, you know, like I, I'd be a mess, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like be chasing after everything that, you know, that the world says this is what it means to be a man, but really don't really have any bearing mm-hmm. on your ability to be mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a true man. So, yeah. yeah. Very thankful for those guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, all right. So, um, you know, in the Gospels, we obviously read a lot about Jesus calling, you know, his disciples and, and, at, and telling them to follow him. Um, so what do you think, what did it, what did that imply to these people? So when, you know, when Jesus is walking along and he comes across, you know, Peter and Andrew fishing, it's like, hey, come follow me. Or he comes across Matthew, he's at his tax collector booth, he says, hey, come and follow me. Like, what? What would that have implied, you know, to the people when they heard that? I always just think about them just, like, dropping everything right then yeah. and just going. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of, like, following is like. It's like, okay, I'm going to stop this, and I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it comes with um, – they must have known, like – yeah. They must have known who he was beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't like to think that – he just randomly came up to him. Oh, the stranger's coming up to him. Hey, yeah. come with me. I got something for you. But mm-hmm. it's like they, they know they knew who he was and they knew his example. And mm-hmm. they just and by that, they they just made the decision. Hey, this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And he is so great. So they were like, there's no other reason. There's no other person to follow but him. Mm-hmm. And they just decided, hey. I want to dedicate my life. And that's what I really think they yeah. were thinking at that time yeah. is this is something I need to dedicate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And, you know, like you guys both hit on some really, really good things. You know, obviously, you know, like they gave up, you know, like for Peter and Andrew, this very successful business. So like left their boats behind and they mm-hmm. went and followed him. And, you know, like Matthew the same way, you know, left his job, you know, and, and you know, we sacrifice, obviously we see that. Um, you know, but also to, to do, like you guys talked about earlier, even the hard parts of Jesus's teaching, like, you know, we read about that in the scripture where mm-hmm. Jesus talks about, hey, look, if you want to be my disciples, you've got to drink my blood and eat my body. Of course, he's referring to communion, but a lot of people are like, whoa, Jesus, that's that's a little crazy. That's a little out <laughs> yes. there. You know, and they, they turn back and they don't follow anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Jesus looks at the disciples as you guys leaving too. And, you know, Peter's like, Lord, where else would we go? Mm-hmm. You know, like that they, they realized, like, you know, whatever, you know, Jesus said, they were going to be, you know, committed to following. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, like, I think they understood that, you know, when they, otherwise, you wouldn't have left all those things behind. Like, mm-hmm. all right, well, Jesus, you know, whatever you say, where you go, I'll go. What you tell me to do, I'll do, you know, and that's, that's why you make that sacrifice, because mm-hmm. you recognize, again, that this person's worth following, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, so here's a question, bring this up to make it personal. So does Jesus's command to follow him look any different for us today than it would have for them, you know, 2000 years ago? I, I think we give up different things. Yeah. I think material wise, we do give up different things, but the whole overall point and the whole overall idea of following him no i mean we're the bible's still applicable to yeah applicable whatever that word <laughs> yeah. is i was tracking <laughs> <laughs> is it's still 
um, it, it still is to this day. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to give up everything. Well, I mean, in a yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but it's like we, we are supposed to give everything away and follow him, put yeah. all our trust and faith, and know that he is the only one for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just different sacrifices. It's all the same as it used to be. Um, and, I mean, it's different, obviously, because we don't have Jesus in the flesh. Right. We have mm-hmm. it in a different way. Um, but I don't think it's any different. No. And, you know, it sounds to me like you guys are talking about the whole idea of lordship, that, you know, that when we choose to follow Jesus, that we make him lord over mm-hmm. all areas of our lives. And I think, honestly, one of the common mistakes that we make when we first become Christians is going, all right, well, look, I'm going to give Jesus lordship over all of these areas, but here's a couple things I'm going to keep back. Like, mm-hmm. all right, Jesus, stay out of my relationships, all right? <laughs> Jesus, stay out of my finances. And, you know, but that's not what lordship looks mm-hmm. like. And mm-hmm. so when we say, look, we're committed to follow, mm-hmm. and that's all areas of our yeah. lives. And mm-hmm. so, like, yeah, we may not, Jesus may not be calling us to walk away from a successful business. Maybe Jesus is working through that, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, we're still, we say, all right, well, but, Lord, because you are, Jesus, you because your Lord, you're going to be in charge of this area of my life, all areas of my life, and we're yeah. going to submit to Him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, last question: In what ways has following Jesus made you a better leader? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like it's really cliche, mm-hmm. but I've always thought of what would Jesus do? Yeah. And like, makes you step back, and you're like. If Jesus was standing right next to me and I was doing what I was doing, would he be proud of the way I was conducting mm. myself? Right. And that's just, that's how I try to do things. Mm-hmm. A couple months ago, we preached a sermon series over com- like clothing yourself with Christ. And it talked about how we clothe ourselves with compassion mm-hmm. and humbleness. And those really, when you said asked that question, those two really popped into mm-hmm. my mind mm-hmm. as leaders. Yeah. Because, like we said, I said earlier, it's just you, you can't. You got to be humble mm-hmm. enough to realize that everybody else is important. Yeah. You also have to be compassionate, mm-hmm. and we're, we're called to be gentle with people. Yeah. So it's like, let me read the question again. <laughs> <laughs> what ways has following <laughs> Jesus made you a better leader? Yeah. Well, okay. So those, I remember where I was going with that. Now, mm-hmm. <laughs> rope that thought right back in. Yeah. <laughs> So those two really have formed me to really clothe myself like Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And not just those two, but everything that Jesus really tells us to clothe ourselves with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, righteousness, a- everything. It's like, if, if we do that and be more like him, yeah. then we'll be able to be successful leaders. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think, you know, I mean, like, Jesus' example and his model of leadership is something I still think that all of us, should strive to mm-hmm. you know exemplify as leaders in a faith community and going mm-hmm. back to the whole idea of servant leadership mm-hmm. yeah. you know it doesn't put us above serving other people being a leader mm-hmm. and a lot of times it actually puts us in the position to serve other people you know yeah. so yep all right so again you know you guys always appreciate your insight you guys are incredibly uh, you're smarter than me honestly you, you think, figure out a lot of these things that. better than i do but um <laughs> We, but we also always want to delve back into the Scripture to see what Scripture teaches about um, these things. And so today we've got actually four passages of Scripture, and we, we're going to split this up. 
Um, so the first passage of scripture is Matthew 4, 18 through 22. And this is you know, simple enough, it's just the calling of the first disciples. And so it's, I, I've got that passage, so I'm gonna read it. It says, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. So it just, you know, again, like I know we, we read that, you know, just so black and white sometimes. We go like, oh, yeah, like they just followed Jesus. But it takes me back to what we were talking about earlier is like, they understood mm-hmm. you know, like what they were giving up, what they were sacrificing, and what following Jesus would entail. And mm-hmm. they, they saw that as a worthwhile sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we, we need to, to do the same. We need to be willing to if we're gonna call Jesus Lord to you know, have that same level of commitment as a follower. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right, so next up is Luke 9, 57 through 62, and that's Noel. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at home. Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. That one has always like really hit really, really hard. It's like hard to think about because like this man has lost his father and Jesus says, no, let that go. We got to move on. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I just think about how like when you give your life to Christ, it's like, it's not all or nothing. I mean, I mean, it is all or nothing. Mm -hmm. It's a process though. You have to think about that, about how you have all these things that are going to change in your life, and you have to change them, and you have to try really hard to, like, work on that pretty immediately. Um, and I just think it it shows you how, how life-changing it is, yeah. I guess, because it's like, let that go. We're moving on. Right. And mm-hmm. this is the way that your life is going to go now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's challenging, but mm-hmm. it's... It's worth it. It's worth it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then we have John 10, 11 through 15, and then verses 27 through 30. And Evan has that. All righty. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And go all the way to 227. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them, them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. That just always makes me just remember that no other leader but Jesus hmm. is a good leader. Yeah. And I mean, there may be good leaders, but 
Jesus is the one who will always sacrifice for us. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. So he is just the one that I, I think is worthwhile. Yeah. Like yeah. all his disciples, all his apostles mm-hmm. did. Yeah, and I think that goes back to what you guys were talking about earlier is like one of the reasons you follow people is because you know they care about you and, and you know they have their your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. And you know that couldn't be more clear than what we read there in that passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. If we're following Jesus, he only has our best interest at heart. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And then the last passage of scripture is 1 Corinthians, and it's chapter 11, verse 1. And it's real simple. It says this. This is Paul writing to the Corinthians. He says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. And, um, you know, like I think, you know, again, that just reminds us, you know, that when we're, especially in a faith community, when we're asking people to follow them, we need to keep our ego in check. Or Mm -hmm. we're asking people to follow us. We need to keep our ego in check because they're really not, shouldn't be following us. You know, they should be following us as we follow Christ. And I know that sounds similar, but you know that that in practice is two different things. Because if you follow me, holy cow, man, that's a (laughs) scary place. Don't follow me. But, you know, if you follow me as I'm following Christ, you know, Mm -hmm. if you could look at me and go, hey, look, the the direction he's pointing me to is Jesus. And that's worth following. Mm -hmm. Great. But if, you know, like if you just think I just want to be cool like Dodger, don't. I hope you would never think that, (laughs) but you know, like I'm bound to lead you the wrong way. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, So that's just should be a challenge for all of us as both followers and leaders. Mm -hmm. If we're going to be leaders to be leaders that, you know, are following Jesus that are going to lead other people to Jesus. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So good stuff. Any other thoughts on this discussion today? Any, any jewels of wisdom you want to impart to our listeners? Since you said wisdom, I would just (laughs) say, um, something that you came to mind when you said looking for a good leader it, it's just we always look for the wisdom of this world but mm. i remember the whole book of proverbs not just one chapter but the yeah, whole, whole book, book is wisdom mm. and so searching for that wisdom that god has is yeah what followers and leaders yeah all around. alike need. alike yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah agreed all right good stuff so um as always we want to close out our time in prayer And so, Noelle, tell us about some of our prayer requests for today. Yeah, so actually today and tomorrow we have our hot cocoa outreach and coffee, I think. Um, And we're just meeting students um, here on campus and letting them have something to drink and then hopefully having a good conversation with them um, to get them maybe involved with Rock. Um, So be praying for that and all the conversations that we have. Um, And then next week we have the prayer marathon, um, and it's February 17th through the 21st. Just be... Um, we just want to ask that everybody prays with us as we're praying mm-hmm. for you guys and for ourselves. And um, we also have on, I think, on the Facebook group, mm-hmm. like um, you can get There's involved a link too. And yeah, and we, we will post that. Um, if you follow Reach Out on Campus mm-hmm. on Facebook, we will post that link. Actually, I could do that today. Um, and we want to be praying for you all. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast or you're one of our supporting churches or just a friend of the ministry or one of our ministry partners, mm-hmm. we, we would love to be praying for you that week. Mm-hmm. And so um, we'll put put that link up there. It's, it could be totally anonymous. But just tell us how we could be praying for you. Yep. So um, we'll be praying for you, and we ask that you pray for us. Um, and then we also have the Ohio Campus Ministries Retreat. Um, that's coming up, I think, towards the end of the month. 21st through the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so just pray for safe travels and for good teaching and just for good fellowship that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this weekend, we have some church visits. 
Um, so just be praying for those, that those can go well, and that we can um, talk to our supporting churches and just have a, a good time fellowshipping with them. Yep. So, yeah. Anything else? Awesome. No. Yeah, cool. yeah. I will mention, um, be praying for my son, Trey. Um, he and my parents are going to be traveling. They'll be flying. Um, st- well, they'll leave early, early tomorrow, so they're leaving tonight to go to the hotel to stay, and then they're going to get up really early and fly out. So <laughs> just be praying for safe travels for them. Um He's, I'll be honest, he's kind of a jerk because he's going to the beach with my grand. I was thinking about mentioning it, but yeah. then I was like, nah. So, like, yeah. <laughs> what, what, other, what other kid gets to, like, skip out on, like, eight days of school to go lay on a beach? What Ridiculous. a bum. Ridiculous. Some Bye. people's children, I tell you. So, but be praying for them. Um, yeah, and just, you know, like, praying for all of the things that are going on in the, the rock community. Praying for Evan. Yeah. Um, you know, like, man, what a blessing this guy's been to us in the short time he's already been with us. Pray that continues to be you know, the, the case. I know it will be, but also that we would be a blessing mm-hmm. to him. You know? And they have. They have really well, been a blessing. So. <laughs> I paid him $5 before this started. So oh, yeah. yeah. It's a bribe. <laughs> but uh, I think that's it. So, cool. Noel, will you close us out in prayer today? Yep. Mm-hmm. Dear God, thank you for another day of podcasting, um, of just thinking about your word and different thoughts that we have on that um, with different topics that we bring up. Um, thank you for leading us in the way that we should and um, please be with us as we try to follow you that we can follow you in the right manner and that we can um, discern the good and the bad in the world and the way that you would have us Um, please be with all the events that we have going on with the outreach today Um, I know it's been rainy but people still have to go to class and it's good to have conversations with them underneath our little tent Um, and just be with also um, our prayer marathon coming up that we get um not that we get requests because you never know what those could be about, um, but just that we can pray over those mm-hmm. effectively and um, that we'll be able to be a blessing to people and um, whatever situations are going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. I also want to pray for um, the Campus Ministries Retreat, um, that we have safe travels that weekend and that we um, can have good teaching and good fellowship and make new friends um, um, in you. And then also for our church visits this weekend, um, that those go well and that um, we can just get to know our partners and um, just have a good time with them. And just be with the rest of the day um, and bless us in whatever we go into and um, help the weather to get a little bit better um, so that there there's um, safer travel. And um, just thank you for being you and I thank you for my friends. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, we want to thank Evan again for joining us and uh, for, for being the rock intern this semester. And I want to thank all of you all for listening in. Pray this has been a blessing for you all as it's been for us. And uh, we look forward to joining you again next week. Bye. Bye, Bye. y'all.